Hi, this is your coach, Joe Lucas, and welcome to your Practice Power Podcast. Hey, in this episode, which will be a little brief because I'm on Strategic Week, let's talk about what it really takes to be an entrepreneur. You know, uh, the feedback I got from my last podcast, uh, the future business models and the future of our industry, if you will, um, has been uh, far and away the most listened to podcast uh, that I've done uh, up to date. So I thought what we'd do today is talk a little bit about the uh, approach, the psychology, the uh, skill sets that all advisors need to to flourish in our soon-to-be new environment. You know, a lot of times identities matter, and I find that a lot of advisors have a what I'll call a warped sense of their own identity. Uh, they'll look at themselves as advisors, which is accurate, uh, planners, accurate perhaps, right? Um, some people look at themselves as salesmen. God forbid somebody thinks they have a job in this industry these days, right? But the one identity I always find lacking is do you consider yourself an entrepreneur, a business person, a business owner? Because those core identities really make the difference between a thriving business and a business that survives and you, quote, unquote, just get by paying the bills. It's really understanding what being in business is all about. Now, one of the strengths I have have as a coach is that I've never had worked for anybody in my entire career. Uh, I've always been an entrepreneur my entire life. I come from a, a family, a long line of entrepreneurs, uh, some more successful than others, and that's just part of uh, what we do, right? Uh, we embrace failure, we embrace change, and we ask ourselves different questions like how do we take advantage in our new environment? So our post-DOL environment, how do we take advantage of that? Right? Because that's what a great entrepreneur asks themselves. You know, they don't bitch and moan and complain about, oh, it's not fair, and look what the government's doing. And, and look, that's what a lot of our industry is going to do. They're going to sit there and try to lay blame and, you know, focus on all the things that we cannot control. Where entrepreneurs say, okay, what are the rules of engagement going to be? And then how do I take advantage of those rules? See, that's what an entrepreneur does. They ask themselves a better set of questions. They anticipate at a much higher level. The power of anticipation is the, one of the key strategies of all great entrepreneurs. If you study and I don't care, pick any, any entrepreneur you like, any successful business person. It doesn't matter what industry, what they did. What you're going to find are several commonalities. Number one, you're going to find anticipation, right? Understand that, hey, it's, it's not what's going on today. It's what's go, it's going to happen five, ten years down the road. And you want to anticipate that and be there. Number two is they understand the pain of change, which all change is. See, great entrepreneurs, business people, we may not like change because most human beings don't, but we understand it's part of the process. Just like if you're going to be a world-class athlete, you're going to have to put up with massive physical discomfort, right? You're going to train. You're going to get injured. You're going to have to recover. You're going to be sore. You may be a little, as you get older, like me, you get a little creaky, a little stiff, right? You accept it. It's part of the process. It's part of the price. Change is part of what we do. 
I can go take a quote-unquote stockbroker from the 1970s and teleport them to today. They wouldn't recognize our business today. We're not going to recognize our business in 10 years. Now, you can sit there and, like I said last podcast, put your head in the sand, pretend, hey, you know, I don't like it. Then figure out how to sell. And sell now, please. Because if you're doing transactional business, the value of your practice is going to radically decrease over the next several years. Because what's a transactional business worth if we can't do transactional business in the future? Hmm, interesting. So change. What else do all entrepreneurs have in common? They understand that sometimes you've got to blow it up in order to move it forward. I think Dan Sullivan calls it creative destruction, right? It's about tearing the business apart. And, you know, this week I'm on Strategic Week. Guess what I'm doing with my own practice? After 20-some-odd years, almost a quarter century, I have a blank sheet of paper, and I've had a blank sheet of paper now for several days, reworking how my business has to look to thrive in the next 10 years. I'm developing my own robo-coaching platform so all the young people that come in our business can have a way of getting the tools, the techniques, the distinctions at a great price point, a great investment point. Why? Because I want to I operate in the blue ocean, which help as many advisors as I can. Blank sheet of paper. Making changes, changing programs, right? Changing how I go about things. Literally rewriting my entire business plan this week and next week. And it's March. It's not the end of the year. It's not January 1st. Why am I doing it? Anticipation. Like I said last podcast, start figuring out what the new factory has to be and build it. Don't tear the old one down. And and like I said last last podcast, hey, I'm not tearing my current. I'm not. I'm not firing. I'm not firing any clients. I'm not tearing anything down. But I'm designing what my new factory looks like, and I'm going to start. And I've started to build it this week. And you all need to start doing the same thing. I understand destruction. It's like a house. Sometimes you got to do demo to build a new kitchen, right? You got to rip the old one out. Got to do demo, and it's not pleasant. It's stressful. It's uncomfortable. Sometimes it's not economically rewarding initially, but at the end of the day, that's what it takes to do these things. And that's what great entrepreneurs are all about. Remember, uh, Peter Drucker, the great uh, consultant, business consultant who's since passed on, remember what he said, businesses have only two functions, marketing and innovation. Well, it's time to innovate. It's not about sitting back and wondering what you did today or last year or 5 or 10 or 15 years ago. It's innovate. You know, the old saying, innovate or die. And our industry has to innovate. You have to innovate. Or you'll professionally die. And I'm not saying that to be harsh, but on my podcast, I'm always going to speak the truth my beliefs. You can accept them or not. You can accept part of it. That's cool. But I've been at this game a long time. And I'm always constantly, in, I'm always constantly innovating, reimagining, right? Because that's what it takes to stay relevant. You know why you don't see a lot of, you know, when I started my career as a coach 
20 some odd years ago. You know, I remember who was out there. A lot of them are gone. Or moved on to different things. Why? Maybe they got bored. Maybe they didn't innovate. And now our industry is flooded with coaches. I mean, it's, it's like I can't, I, can, I can't go to an industry conference without meeting like 35, 40, 50 coaches out there. You know, some are better than others. I'm not going to sit there. I mean, if, if I ever see you and want to have a conversation about my industry and what's going on, that's a topic for another time. But here's the thing. Unless you're innovating, what value do you bring? So for your clients, if you don't innovate, bring more technology in, better, better offerings, better value proposition, at some point, they're not going to need you, right? You know, we talk about, you know, you know we talk about how, how technology, you know, has compressed commissions, right, on transactional business. And now technology is going to compress fees on the asset management business. It's inevitable. Now, I've got a client now looking at a robo-platform that, that we can actually acquire wholesale, uh, you know, basically uh, uh, on, on an institutional scale. It's going to cost us 15 bips to run money. We're going to mark it up to one, put a planning fee on top, and it's all automated. We don't touch it. And that, for a lot of people, is the future of the business. Now, how do you make money? How do you serve? How do you thrive in that environment? Well, you just can't be an asset manager. Unless you've got some really, you know, black box alpha somewhere. What's the value proposition? See, that's what an entrepreneur does. They ask themselves these questions. What do I need to do? What do I need to change? How do I evolve? All those things. And draw it up on paper and not be afraid. Because at the end of the day, you know what? Most of it will work, some of it won't. Trial and error, right? We all fail. I launch things, I try things, I maneuver programs around. Hey, I'm always, it's, it's kind of funny, I, I think all great entrepreneurs are always in a constant process of re-innovation. Because when, the, when you think you've got it figured out, you don't. The game changes. The playing field moves. And you're chasing it. And I just think, you know, we have to accept it. And be excited by it. You know, as I talk to my personal coaching clients over the last several weeks, you know, I, I've been very, very clear with them on what has to happen. You know, number one, You've got to take a good look at your current business model and say to yourself, okay, am I, doing any, am, I, uh, am I using any kind of products that will be subject to you know, upfront fees disappearing, uh, internal fees being problematic, non-fee-based, right? You've got to take a look at that because why continue to build something that in literally could be obsolete in 12 to 24 months? Why would you want to continue doing that? So it's about shifting, right? And, and really understanding, again, the changes that you need to make. That's what all great entrepreneurs do. What else, not, what else do great entrepreneurs have? They're incredibly driven to succeed. Incredibly driven. You know, we understand the rules change, but we're always going to win the game. We're going to adopt to the rules to win.
lot of advisors can't do that. Or, you know, look, and, and my sense is because this is a podcast that, and we know already, look, the average age of a, an advisor in our space is 56, 57 and a half, depending on whose numbers you want to look at. I say it respectfully, we're an old bunch. I'm in my 50s now. But if you say to yourself, I'm not going to change, or I'm too old to change, or it's too difficult to change, you're dead. Because if that's your psychology, I can't do this, then do everybody a favor and figure out an exit strategy now. I'm not saying that to be harsh. I'm saying it to be truthful. Because you've just told yourself you're not capable of something. There is no consultant, coach, trainer, guru, whoever is going to change your mind unless you decide to change it. So if that's the way you want to roll, nobody can help you. I can't. Nobody can. But I will say this. For those who are willing to shift, evolve, innovate, I see literally a, a rebirth of our entire industry for the better. Value-driven, sustainable, right? We're going to have a, less competition. And I know what some of you sinners said, yeah, with these robo-platform and all this other stuff. Hey, you got to remember something. We as human beings are still creatures of association. We like dealing with people. We're tribe-oriented. It's still in our DNA, and we'll be for probably tens of thousands of more years. It's just that the tribe is going to be redefined. You know, We're not going to be all walking around with uh, bearskins and spears uh, trying to go kill a buffalo. That was the tribe, right? Today, it's online tribes. It's still a tribe, nevertheless. People are always going to want human interaction and human, quote-unquote, intervention. You know, as I'm building out my own uh, robo-coaching platform this week, you know, I'm sitting there going, okay, so how do we marry technology, right, which is like e-learnings and podcasts and videos and all that, with a rich personal experience. So how do you do that, right? Uh, phone calls, conference calls, webinars, uh, interactive things, streaming events, things like that. So there are ways to marry two things, right? And that's what you've got to think. You've got to think, okay, so I've got to figure a way to marry technology with relationships. Then you have a very lethal combination because you have the best of both worlds. You're technology-driven with the human component. And that's where our space is going to be. That's where our industry is going to be. And that's what you need to take a look at. So please don't label yourself just a financial advisor or an RIA or this or that. Please understand that you're also an entrepreneur. That you also have a business. That you have a responsibility to your business. And don't be afraid to change it. Again, you don't need to blow it up, but you need to build your new factory. That's what I really want to talk about today. Okay, so I'm on break. I'm in the middle of, of uh, you know, I just want to take a break from doing my, uh, you know, kind of reengineering my stuff here, and I wanted to uh, get something out to you guys uh, today. So um, obviously we've got a um, holiday weekend coming up. Uh, I will be with you early next week because I'm off to Dallas, Texas. Uh, to do a two-day training for a firm. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, so have a great uh, weekend. And again, I want to thank you all for sharing the last podcast. 
Uh, it meant a lot to me to get the word out. I got some very nice comments back. Uh, nobody sought me out to to assassinate me. You know, pretty much everybody is in you know agreement to what I put down. So I appreciate that uh, going forward. So what I want you all to do is just think about again. We, you know, nobody has to go rushing around and changing things immediately. But I want you to start getting your heads around this. It's very important. So you can go ahead and take advantage. Again, my, my role with all my clients, and even though you're not, a lot of you are not clients of mine, I treat you as such on these podcasts, giving you advice, my perspective, is just be ready for change. Get your heads around it. Start making some plans. You know, again, it's not going to happen overnight like X happens and boom. But let's not be behind the curve either, okay? So have a great weekend. Enjoy your families, and I'll see you again probably probably uh, maybe Tuesday of next week before I head off uh, to Dallas. Thank you.